Getting through this in New York's Flatiron District. And I'm Scott Blakeman on Manhattan's Upper East Side. Tuesday was a beautiful day in New York, and the weather was great, too. Donald Trump was arrested. Marjorie Taylor Greene was booed off the stage after five minutes. And I walked past Trump Tower on my way to the rooftop in Italy, where I enjoyed a crisp and dry white wine. For a moment, at least, New Yorkers put the world back into balance. The bad guys were held accountable, and the rest of us got to enjoy a sunny day in the 70s. And with virtually no Trump supporters in sight, well, the most interesting thing to do across the street from Trump Tower was to watch reporters from around the world do their live stand-ups, as they're referred to in television news parlance. Tommy, you and Sandy earlier invited me to join you near the courthouse downtown where more of the action was, but I had an appointment in the famed Flatiron District, so I politely demurred. By the time I arrived home around 7 p.m., I looked at my phone and saw that, with all the excitement of the day in New York, I had walked 10 miles. Oh, Scotty, it was indeed a lovely day for an arraignment. And I, too, <laughs> felt great satisfaction. Taylor Green was shouted down with cries of, lock him up mockingly echoing the awful cries of lock her up by wild eyes back when Trump was campaigning against Hillary Clinton. Still, my girlfriend and I decided not to race down to the prosecution, prosecution after all. Sandy feared there would be riots and bombs, so we watched it on CNN. Beefed up police presence meant we wouldn't get close to the action, but I had hoped to see the media circus. The media describes, Scotty, it's my, it's my favorite kind of circus, second only to Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> Ringling Brothers comes in a distant period as I despise the old-fashioned circus with its scary, unfunny clowns and guys snapping whips at enslaved. <laughs> Give me a bunch of reporters talking at cameras any day. Alas, <laughs> The general reaction to the actual detail on the part of most legal experts and pundits on CNN, MSNBC, New York Times, Atlantic Monthly, and other highly non-Trumpy news sources was disappointment. The underlying charges are thought to be weak and may not only fail to convict Trump, but wind up only strengthening him at the primaries. Uh-oh. But the wheels of legal justice won't even resume to turning December. So, as inveterate procrastinators, we can celebrate now and spend eight months or more enjoying City of Hope. Well, that's the, the best kind of hope, Tommy. And, and you know, it is uh, kind of odd. I mean, this is how the legal system works, especially uh, statewide. And uh, uh, so basically, it's almost like dropping a preview for a motion picture that will not be released until eight months later. They only <laughs> do that once in a while when it's a little brief thing one moment it's like coming christmas you know, yes <laughs> the only time and, and 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 by the way those are somewhat disappointing when you see the preview and you know oh it's going to be months before the movie comes actually comes out hey, yeah, exciting have as it is who wants to spend all months and months waiting for a movie not me no not me at all and tommy you know uh uh, and we're not going to get into the stuff that the other pundits do. We never do. We always uh, rise above that. But uh, the other trials, the other investigations will actually probably be starting up before the one that was so much in the news uh, 
uh, on Tuesday with Georgia really? and the others. So that's what they, they say. Could federal things move along more quickly? So uh, this may be just a, a fleeting thing that no one even remembers because it'll be Fulton County, Georgia, election fraud, uh, uh, those do- you know classified documents, January yep. 6th. Mar-a-Lago. All that could be. Yeah, so all that'll be out there. We'll, that'll be one of the trivia questions. What was the first indictment that Donald <laughs> Trump had? Oh, come on. Why'd you have to start with a hard one like that? <laughs> yeah, so we know the answer. Imagine we're living oh, in yeah. real time, the answer to a trivia question. Well, those are, they're easier when they're actually, they just happened. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's why, that's my favorite kind of trivia question. Like, what happened yesterday? And, and so I, I find that comforting. But, uh, but Tommy, you know, today, I guess you would say, uh, it's the calm after the storm. But actually, there was the calm before, and it was actually the calm during the storm. <laughs> so it was very calm. Yeah, but, Scotty, that you have putting a, a cliche on its head and creating an all new, shiny, much better cliche. This, you're absolutely right. There was no great riots. There were no bombs thrown. There was just that that Marjorie Taylor Green. Uh, <laughs> Apparently that that was uh, um, it was like a bad uh, a bad open mic for her because she uh, got up at this little stage in the park across from the sword house and did five minutes and was booed off and screamed <laughs> at. And I don't think these people are used to unfriendly crowds. You know, they go to CPAC and Waco and their home district. Oh, we love you, Marjorie. And then they come to New York. And it, normally I don't like these videos on you know Facebook where you know, people are cursing and screaming at somebody, but it was kind of funny hearing this one guy just screaming at her to get out of here and, and much more colorful language than we could say here on this uh, platform. We could say it, but uh, we, we choose not to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, the, uh, uh, yeah, the, the, as a matter of fact, I mean, I, I feel almost like there's so many thoughts that are, that are occurring to me at one point, but you're getting back to, down to your yes. uh, uh, bad open mic moment, the five minutes where you get booed off the stage. Yeah. And uh, um, I do sort of wish I had been a part of. I would love to have yelled, lock him up. I know we were warned, who was it? The the, early, the, oh. the first press secretary uh, went online, the um, Biden's, what, what's her name? The, oh, uh, the, uh, yes, uh, I, I could picture. She now has her own show. Oh, yes, yes, Jen Psaki. Jen, Jen Psaki. Psaki. Yeah. Uh, uh, was saying that, uh, and this is uh, um, proof that we that much of this uh, podcast is improvised. So we don't always have the right name at hand. But no. uh, <laughs> Jen Saki was saying, you know, people, you shouldn't yell, lock him up. We're we're above that. No, <laughs> of course we're going to yell, lock him up. It's yeah, the, certainly... the most perfect uh, uh, way. Font is uh, Marjorie Taylor yeah. Green. And, Absolutely, and, it, and, and she was worked, rattled. And I wish and I had been part of that. That would have been interesting. She would have. Been, she was rattled and couldn't, you know, and she was drowned out and couldn't get her. Uh, and this was coming off. She was. She thought this would be like a big thing after her sixty minutes interview, which was uh, quite uh, disappointing in the way it was handled. But but uh, that would have been the only thing. But then Tommy, there would have been the fear of how do we get out of the park? So that would have been a, a little bit. And then that would have been it. And then it's like a long subway ride back uptown so well that's uh, the thing yeah but and it was funny there was so little you know everything now is used to getting every step on video and pictures but there was that one picture that pool reporter took of trump looking angrily in the courthouse and then one little video of him waving uh, but as i said tommy i was on uh, fifth avenue uh, on monday and tuesday 
And uh, literally, it was just a lot of tourists, uh, maybe two people trying to hold a Trump banner, and they couldn't really do it. And then I just <laughs> stared at the stand-ups. Like, I think it was Jeff Fugay's CBS News and uh, Jonathan Carl, ABC News, and, you know, standing there looking at their phone, waiting for the cues and you know, trying to be. And then RAI, Italy and Al Jazeera, they were further down the avenue, you know, sort of a pecking mm. order there. But yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, that that that's called a media circus, Scotty, right there. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and a three ring media circus, it oh. sounds like with uh, with an international cast. And exactly. uh, so, uh, and nobody dressed up in clown makeup except weirdo, <laughs> uh, homeless people. But, but well, Trump supporters have sort of circus-like outfits. There's a lot of red and things hanging from them, and you know. So they, I mean, they're not appealing circuses, but there's no. like a little bat. What do they call it? The uh, where the freak shows were the uh, the back part of the circus, or I forgot the the uh, term. The side shows. Side yeah, shows. yeah, the side shows exactly that where the quote quote unquote circus geeks yeah. uh, would perform. Uh, but um, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene has a um, clownish, uh, uh, I think, in general, uh, demeanor. Yeah, she does seem honestly, she does seem clownish. She seems <laughs> very uh, uh, like like she was invented by uh, Saturday Night Live or some or or. or you know, some, uh, you know, the Democratic committee, this is how ridiculous these people are. And uh, she doesn't, she does seem like she's the product. She absolutely does. It seems like a counter agent. Like she sure, really yeah. wants to discredit yeah, the very yeah. cause she claims to be well, in she favor does of. That, yeah, they're so over the top and stock, like in the State of the Union, she's wearing this white fur coat somehow and, and and why do you need a coat indoors and screaming so she really is uh uh yeah sort of this uh, ai almost ai invented using the new uh, vernacular but tommy getting back to i just love mm. you brought media circus because of course well it's a new yorker cartoon mommy mm. mommy when will we go to the media circus <laughs> you see him tugging there with balloons and cotton candy and seeing jonathan carl doing his stand up <laughs> on fifth avenue and that as a kid i probably would have begged my parents to take me to that because uh being uh you know interested in all that but i, I will say as a little aside tommy i know you mm. rightfully and, and hilariously uh, lampoon the ringling brothers by the way i heard is coming back albeit really? sans animals so the enslaved lions as you hilariously put will not be thankfully not be a part of it but i do have some warm feelings of going to the old madison square garden and these lights they would give you, or I guess you had to buy them, and kind of, it was like a, I don't know, a little light that we just shone on things, and that delighted me, and uh, so really? I of that, how, when are we talking about? Well, I'm sure I, I, I was eight, probably, so far, the year 1963, which was a prime time for mid-century modern architecture. Oh, very much That so. would have been a great circus to so see, So these are mid-century modern lights. Uh, yeah, yeah. A pen light or some, yeah, a red light and held it. And I may still have it once I go through all my storages and then I'll, I'll come back and report uh, on that. But there were the sideshows, which were not scary, not like in Todd Browning's Freaks, which was right. one of the most frightening movies where oh. they used actual, uh, they called them pinheads. I'm sure there's a more yep. a pop, a polite name now. But uh, if you if you get bother one, you bother them all. Well, <laughs> that's uh, true, and and and, uh, and and another. That's a great uh, 
a, a great new cliche as well. We, we're really turning out a lot of uh, multiple cliches and an yeah. audio New Yorker cartoon, because I think you're right about that. Uh, mommy, mommy, let me go see the media yeah. circus yeah. is absolutely one of the better New Yorker cartoons. And it's not even you hear it, you listen to it yeah. through your voice. So yeah. that, uh, but I, um, the, 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 the whole idea of circus and the clowns and the sawdust and the, you know, the, the, the high wire acts, I always worry that they will oh, yeah. fall and that the will cut into their legs. I, I just <laughs> think the idea of walking on wire, you know, it must be uncomfortable to your feet. And oh, the- that's what you're for a living. And uh, I, I have to say, I, and I once saw uh, the circus movie, The Big Top. Uh, with Charlton Heston years and years and years ago as a kid terrified because in the course of the movie this there's a circus train which is everything circus is sort of unique when right it has its own train with fancy cars with bars in them where the lions and tigers kept on the train as they roll into town well in the movie the train has a crash and the lions and tigers escape uh, th- there's been other subsequent movies since then, by the way, with, that do the same thing. That the crash of the circus train causing escape tigers. Oh, oh well, so I, I, this I was remember. The first. Yeah, I, I saw that circus train because I remember. Uh, perhaps maybe they still will when it comes back. They would be parked in these train yards near Long Island City, which frankly oh might God. not even be there anymore because it had been covered by the many high-rise glass apartments that have been built over the last several years. But mm-hmm. I do remember seeing it with Ringling Brothers and I hope the life of the circus is always, uh, I'm going to run off and join the circus. And is that apparently the only thing you can run off and join? Apparently. Yeah. That was, uh, it's either the army or the circus. And yeah. That's your choice. And, uh, uh, yeah. I, 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 goodbye. Cruel world. I'm off to, to join the circus was actual song. And, and, always a it's worked into every every circus thing. and that a lot eventually it grates on me that the the train crash i mean this is not talked about because we've been seeing a lot of train crashes here and and this podcast is a faithful uh rendering of of life there have been yes. many train crashes lately it's been in the news uh, uh involving chemical spills that that yeah great problems for the towns well that was uh, wasn't that but, based uh that was actually uh, in the movie uh, uh recently that i'm blanking on based on the don delillo uh novel that uh um, noah Baumbach did white noise i think that did involve some kind of uh, leak that people were sort of initially oblivious to but of course as but that but this has happened yeah. just recently oh yes yes no of course you know, uh, no that this, seems like a movie too it's like uh, everything's okay. You know, it's almost like badly written, hacky yeah. 1950s. Like, uh, the government says it's all fine. Go back and right, everything's right. normal. If that actually happened. It, yeah. It, now, imagine that it was a circus train and it was tigers and lions. Now you've really got a problem, you know. And, and so that's I think not enough has been done to make sure cir- circus trains are uh, as safe as chemical. So uh, I, I, I just want to say, yes. I'm not saying that I'm not trying to downplay the dangers of chemical spills as a result of, of, but let's, let's not forget about, let's not take our eye off the ball. If you say that circuses are coming back, then that surely means that the circus hopefully will be more, uh, you know, 
if there's more than just wooden bars on the uh, oh yeah <laughs> no it should be regulated and protected and uh, you know by the way as our film scholars who listen know that steven spielberg's a big you know inspiration was an actual i think the movie uh john ford picture where there's a horrific train crash and that inspired him and, and apparently has replicated that in some of his uh films so uh i mean this is well by the way tommy we, we never yeah. stop because we're we're on the move and thinking of a million thoughts a second. Yes. You don't stop to think about all the enthusiasts who we uh, draw in in the course of one podcast. Train enthusiasts are perked yes. up uh, at the edge of their train set right now. <laughs> and, you know, and, and of course, uh, you know, people who work for uh, EPA and all that who, uh, uh, you know, or did at one they time. They were in the hot getting... seat. After yeah. That, yeah. Uh, uh, that I guess it was in Ohio. Uh, uh, yeah, big, uh, East, Palestine, East Palestine. Palestine, yeah. Another place where they don't recognize Palestine. It's funny <laughs> that, the, uh, but it, I thought uh, for sure it'd be that. No, it's Palestine. So no, they uh, actually don't even recognize the print. <laughs> uh, 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 so, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I can just imagine that the. Uh, uh, you're right. I mean, crashes are very cinematic and it was incredibly cinematic i thought i was un i never stopped thinking about how that the scene in the in the big show or the big top or whatever it was uh when the train just buckled and you know and flew off the tr each car smashing into another car and what a, what an what a hugely cinematic uh event the crash keeps yeah. going and going, involving more and more train cars. So, again, I, I do say this is just other. You know, uh, we make sometimes we make pleas that other people aren't making. Uh, oh, exactly. And, and yeah. I think our plea is, please, if you bring back the circus, sure that that uh, it has the proper braking mechanisms on each of the cars. Because imagine uh, East Palestine then has lions and tigers roaming about. And, and, and right. the circus, the head of the circus says, there's nothing to fear. You can go about your bit. Don't worry about the lions and tigers. But but you say, Scotty, that they're not bringing back animals to the circus. No, they're not. How, what else are they going to do? Well, I guess I guess the high wire act, which also always scared me, because I read, uh, saw a great interview with the great Philip Petit, who, and I hesitate to even bring this up because even talking about high wire acts causes anxieties. We've talked yes. about on this podcast on many occasions. The classic, iconic, as they say, poster of those workers having lunch on a beam, eighty stories above oh my New York, dangling in midair, and it even now saying it, I, I get tingles of, of, of uh, anxiety. But yes, Phil Petit said he was the one who walked across between the Trade Center towers, which mm -hmm. again, even just saying that to me is is yes. Uh, I I would have trouble if there was a just a pedestrian bridge. Uh, across the two towers oh, that were covered terrifying. and safe, I'd go, I don't want to look down. So uh, I give a lot. But he said he actually prefers to not work with a net because you could actually get injured falling into the net. Now, you could argue what would the severity be as opposed to no net. But but yeah, I think they're going to keep the, the, you know, that in. The pavement below. That would uh, be, yeah, yeah, I don't think that, it's... That's a, a specious uh, argument against the net. You know, you yeah. can get some uh, net... That, that, those things, the net burns really. <laughs> those, those sting. Yeah, yeah those, sting. Uh, those can sting. They don't go away right away either. You know, you got that embarrassing.
on your back. Oh, yeah. Everyone knows. Everyone knows like, yeah. Yeah. No, I prefer a net. I'm sorry. But if I'm going to walk across. And and it is an amazing thing. I remember when the Twin Towers, first of all, existed. And the idea of Philippe he throws this this line across i don't know how he did it well how did they even do that it up i don't if they just did that and didn't walk he should have been well known for that like well he threw that rope and it worked and how do you how do you throw it and hey you got it okay i got it got it where where you stand and no one analyzes i guess there's been documentaries but that to me is just yeah just throw the thing over and then where do you clip it on or what i mean and i would go uh you sure it's clipped yeah 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 I mean, I think so, you know, and then it's so oh, anyway, very, thankfully, because I'm just uh, glad people say, oh, he shouldn't have done it. Well, I'm glad there's a Philippe Petit because that means we'll never be asked to do it. That, <laughs> that's so true. And I, I don't uh, and he was against the well, I think he got arrested right away. He did. And yeah, it, it was one of the early you know, the Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. which is enormously popular uh, now. And there's yeah. multiple ones, but that was, it started out in Montreal, just yeah. Yeah. Uh, who were gathered together, you know, Circus of the Sun, you know, because it was right up in a way he was the, the, um, what's the word? Precursor, precursor, precursor. That's precursor. it. He was yeah. the precursor of the Cirque du Soleil because it was right. You didn't have to buy a ticket. Up and yeah. goes, oh my God! Somebody's walking across the type. Can you imagine? You have no advance notice. No, and and yeah. you happen to look. Up, I don't know where you. I I don't think I was in. I might have been in New York, but I m- must have looked away. And uh, I, just, I forgot what year it was. Um, it was in the seventies. Yeah, I may have been in college then. I might have been in Northwestern, oh. then, uh, but uh, certainly you heard know, about it. But you know, Tommy, the two things on that. Um, uh, one thing the the uh, uh, let's see with the um, well getting back to before with the train the expression train wreck is is a common common thing that yes. the pundits use. Always like well that was a train wreck. Right. That was a, well, always train wreck. It's not bus it, it makes crash. sense if you've ever it's seen not a plane, plane crash either. It's a train wreck. That's right. <laughs> it's uh, 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 it's not interesting, um, and I think it makes sense if you saw that mo- uh, uh, any movie train actual train wreck. Or even just the aftermath at, at the East Palestine. Uh, yeah. uh, it just, what an enormous, I kind of think the train wreck is the right way to go. If you really want to talk about a disaster, yeah. um, you know, uh, uh, what did they do before? Uh, uh, trains, a horse and buggy wreck. <laughs> this is a well, yeah, so we coach and four wreck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, it is so, perfect. And, and by the way, we did talk about that on an earlier podcast. A disaster in the making, as another New Yorker cartoon, where various disasters sitting around smoking in a in a lounge, just waiting. <laughs> you know, disaster in the you know in the making. But uh, uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, but the circus. I'm excited to have the circus back, Tommy, and I'm glad that yeah, no animals. And uh, I think maybe if they had cats, just like, but not making them do any tricks. Not the big just, cats, but just little cats. Yeah, little cats, and not again cats and dogs. Yeah, just no, like you walking. Yeah, walking on a leash with the dog and like the Westminster dog show, but no mm. tricks, no things you have to make them do. Just you can go, oh, so cute. They're just right. The circus yeah. of cuteness, I totally yes. am on board with. Because at, uh, right now, 2023, probably is still true a thousand years from now on YouTube. That uh, one of the popular, th- certainly with me, popular features is uh, cats and ducklings. 
for yeah. some reason, kittens and ducklings. For some reason, ducklings are very comfortable. Kittens are comfortable with ducklings. They nestle in each other yeah. and, and, and squirm around with each other. And, they're, and they love each other. And sometimes the kitten uh, will put his arm around the duckling and just keep it there because it's like a oh, stuffed yeah. animal. <laughs> I, that I would go pace to see. You know, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, I would have that Kitten. on a loop somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that would be good, ladies and gentlemen, and kit, uh, kitty lovers of all ages, and yeah. have yeah, just have them there and kit, the cat, cat. Things is amazing. Uh, yeah. it, it's it's um, uh, beyond cute. It's a new level of cuteness that oh, yeah. has never occurred before. And well, I'm glad uh, you said that about a new level because it really is almost like a, a healthy drug. Because you know, you start out on these videos, it's an ent you know an entry drug. Just cats, just cute cats, yeah. little kids. Oh, so cute. Then, oh, oh, we had a dog and we had a cat. Oh, and the, the dog, and the dog loves, loves the cat. Oh, loves it. And then there's the new videos now. It's, it's. I, I don't know who does them. I don't know where they monetize it. But we got a new cat for our kitty after the other one passed away. They didn't like each other at first. It's always that. And then, and one tried, but the other would, you know, gas, a uh, gasp, uh, uh, do make the uh, sounds, a uh, hiss. Uh, and then at the end, but in the end, now they love each other. Yeah. Love well, the cat saves the dog's life or something yeah. like that. It, and, yeah, and, but uh, it is like a thing where you got to covers up going. for the cat. Yeah. When he poos but the But you're place. the, uh, oh, you know, the scholar, uh, uh, foremost scholar of cuteness as mm. aforementioned Museum of Cuteness, which you'll be uh, introducing. But yes, yeah. proposed. Uh, so I would say that cuteness is like a drug in the sense that you need more and more. Now, what may start like, oh, it's a cute cat. Yeah, what else do you got? And then you need, as you say, cats with ducklings, cats with sheep. I mean, they do every combination. <laughs> yeah. And as long as they love each other and can cuddle, but it, you got you need more. It, it's uh, they, but it's a good uh, it's uh, a good uh, well, It's hard to top a kitten around a duck, and both are sound asleep together. Yeah, no, that, that would and, be and, tough. You know, ducks' eye eyelids go up and not down. I. I watching uh, ah. you know uh, uh, from watching these videos so they're very educational as well oh yeah I um, didn't and, know that. so yeah the circus of cuteness the circus of cuteness i've already got the actual structure and windows waiting to be occupied yeah. by somehow uh but getting back to the circus soleil there's that also has redefined circuses in so many ways and yeah. like it, it, it's become this very artsy thing that there was the circus yeah. O, which I don't know if you saw Las Vegas. Well, I did see when I did the uh, short lived show that I was on Funny People, I was one of the hosts of in 1988. They were in Battery Park City. They were set up in a big tent yeah. and I covered it. I did a segment which maybe is on YouTube somewhere. And uh, they were like hip. I did say the word hip. And then they said, oh, you should, someone said, I oh, don't say hip. That doesn't sound hip to say that. But they were considered that. And I think I was included in the show. They oh. sitting there and they, I don't know, shown a light on me. I don't remember. Uh, I should watch the segment again. You uh, may have been actually one of the acrobats as far as. I you... think I actually did a, a type a high water, a high wire act. <laughs> Can't uh, remember exactly. But I, yeah, it's not, something not like those... that. And I flipped, did some flips on the wire. <laughs> and then. The lion, I think I jumped on top of it, something like that. But I don't remember exactly. But yeah. I, I should look at the, the video yeah, once I digitize it. So. Be, be amazed at, uh, at yeah, what the things you, you do. That you, yeah, you forget. Yeah. yeah, like if you had asked me yesterday, were you ever in the circus? No, not really. But now, the more you bring it up, it, it's very plausible. <laughs> I was. I mean, you can't be. Yeah, it's a little hazy. I mean, you're going yeah. back to the '80s, so you can't yeah, be expected yeah, to remember everything. Uh, but, but the. Uh, 
the, the other circus, uh, circus, these were permanent shows in, in Vegas. They had to put no yeah, tent yeah. required. It was in these massive uh, yeah. arenas. There's another one that was a burlesque, a body Cirque du Soleil. I don't know. If, I can't remember what it was called, but it was lots of, of um, female, lots of skin, lots of yeah. uh, oh, body jokes. And it didn't seem terribly circus-like, actually, when I think about it. It did seem like an, like an old-fashioned burlesque show with, with you know, with just a, a, a very body a ring mistress. And yeah. uh, it was a, a truly, completely, uh, uh, I, I wouldn't, I'd say more than redefined the circus. It's basically used the word Cirque, Cirque to, yeah. to uh, show off uh, female body parts, but well, rather satisfying, but, but rather. Yeah, well, about I guess burlesque has been used, but, but, you know, getting back to media circus, which you brought up the, I, I don't know why they ever use the circus analogy anyway, because. Oh, it's a media circus. That's just a lot of media. But how is that a circus? You know, but they that just was adopted. And yeah, it's a circus like no, a circus like atmosphere. You say you'd have people on tight ropes and lions and and the freak shows. I mean, that part of it, I guess you could have in some news stories. But because you don't say freak show anymore, even at Coney's Island, Tommy, no. where the, they do have a sideshow, Sideshow USA, which is very entertaining. But it's called. Uh, yeah, they don't use. Uh, People with, with different abilities or something like that. Yeah, varying so, abilities that may not fit the norm in some areas. It's a, that's, a big sign. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 it's, uh, but, but we know what we're talking about. Yeah. People who, who eat, what is it? Like some of them would, eat, would like eat live chickens or something like that. Well, I never that, saw that, fortunately. But swords, well, you know, the sword swallowers, all oh, that. Oh, I met a sword swallower. Oh, can you imagine this? It's so funny you should say this. I, up in uh, Sandy's uh, bed and breakfast up in Hunter, New York, it, which attracts so many different uh, types of people from, as they say, all walks of life. And yeah. it's funny, I wonder if I'm in a walk of life since I'm pacing back and forth right now. Yeah. But but uh, there was a, a, a very attractive, you know, dressed sexy woman in her early 30s who was professionally a sword swallower. And what she was there, she was in Hunter, uh, New York, for some of us who are listening uh, on the other side of the world. And she was up there to uh, form a quote-unquote lesbian wedding where uh, she, the, 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 she, I think it swallowed two swords and then each women who were getting married would take the swords out of her Scotty, it's, oh wow! Even describing it, it's too. Uh, I'm getting too anxious. That uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't be nervous about getting married. I'd be nervous about pulling the sword out properly. I mean, oh, it's my like, God. you know, it, I mean, if there wasn't enough pressure on you in a marriage, now yeah. you're worried about killing the sword swallower. Oh, I, I, they should never put that on anyone. Because first of all, you know, you think the hardest part is putting the sword down the throat, but then mess it up by taking it out and, yeah, and you're not a professional sword uh, uh, operator terrifying wow. even wow. thinking about yeah. it but but she was cool with it and that's how you make a if you're a sword swallower you know the gigs are you know you have to take whatever gig you can get and it's not oh always... yeah yeah and it's a no it's a good they should be unionized because it's a you know a lot of health benefits and and i i applaud them required and, i had yeah. my little thing with the belly dancer at a, my nephew's wedding in december and she came in uh, with like candles uh, on top of her head and, and did all that. And 
and I did do a little <laughs> belly dance, which is available. Well, we don't have it, but maybe someday it'll be uh, uh, released. But, uh, uh, you know, Tommy, that also fits into one of our long running themes. Thankful that's yes. not us. Oh. And I, I had a, Tommy, a, a dream last night. I don't usually talk about dreams, but one of the fears we all have in this world is, you know, dropping your phone and breaking your phone. And I oh. actually had a dream last night, a dream that in the dream, I dropped my phone twice. First time I was like, whew, whoa, I didn't break it. The second time it fell off a table and it broke in half and the insides were seen and they were little real for real tapes inside. Now, hey, Doc, what's that all about? <laughs> but And I even said in the dream, oh, God, I wish this was a dream so that when I woke up, I really didn't have a broken iPhone yeah. in the dream. But then I woke up and I my phone was fine. So, oh. Tommy, I mean, what a joyous yeah. romp that was. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually, you know, sort of gets back to one of our basic philosophies, which yeah. which harkens back to early Greek Stoic philosophy. Yes. Be grateful for what didn't happen. Sometimes yes. the dreams uh, actually force that on you. And I've had dreams like that where you're uh, some incredibly hard work and you're way behind and it's not going well. And it's just and it's a struggle. And you wake up and, oh, my God, I don't have to do that. I'm not oh, yeah. studying yeah. for a, you know, for it's a, a final fantastic exam. That feeling. I if there was a way to induce that. You know, I'm sure someday with AI, whatever it is, you'll be able to program your dreams. And that'll take the fun out of it, I think, a little yeah. bit. But 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 that is that feeling of waking up. It didn't happen. And you really do breathe a sigh of relief. Yes, that is that. I mean, that, literally, the sometimes best. people say it. I don't see any breathing of <laughs> sighs of relief. But that you really do go. Whew. And, yeah. and uh, it's only just one sigh of relief. Like, why yeah. couldn't you breathe like five in a row? Yeah. That would be great. Then you could just yeah. go around breathing sighs of relief, but it's sadly only one sigh of relief. But it's, it's like, uh, uh, listen, I'm, I'm not, don't, I'm not knocking. I'll take it, as they say. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And it's time. Well, what you know, it was a, a beautiful day, as we said Tuesday, yep. two days ago. Today is actually going to be even warmer in New York City, and it'll be easier to walk down Fifth Avenue. You know, I'm the, uh, uh, I'll say inveterate walker. I'm not sure if that's the proper mm -hmm. term, but. Uh, uh, and I was kind of angling around these barricades, even though there was really nothing to barricade. They almost did it for show. Yeah. Uh, and I went, well, okay, I'll go around here and then I'll go through here. And, uh, and it then, must uh, have been just for the Trumplicans how nobody yeah. showed up to protest at all. Yeah. There was no, they really thought that, that there was, that they were going to rush the criminal courts building downtown. But he thought that somehow. Well, you know what? They, they can do it in DC where it's just open fields. People come from everywhere. But in New York, first of all, very few people wear red in Manhattan. Yeah. So the, or, or, already you kind of stand out. Yeah, yeah. They're not dressed well. You become sheepish. Yeah. You know, I can imagine they'd want to take off their red hat. and Yeah, and, and it's and, like uh, not a great outfit that they have on. And, and, and yeah. uh, I didn't say this, but actually a former FBI guy said, and where are you going to park in New York, too? So <laughs> th that held down the... Uh, uh, attendance. So I think that was, it was, Tommy, it was a it was a victory for New York or our yeah. city because it really repelled. I mean, Marjorie Taylor Greene was repelled by New York and New York. Isn't that great? Yeah. And, and yeah. bombed in New bombed. York. Yeah. I mean, that's so great. And I just, I do, I love the, the lock them up, uh, uh, you know, uh, turnaround of phrase. Exactly. And, uh, and I'm, uh, so yeah, very satisfying, Scotty. And, as I say, and it is fascinating that, um, as you say, the law 
the federal trials will cut, will, which are far more significant, especially Absolutely. the one in Georgia. I mean, that yeah. is true. Oh, that one is, uh, the, the, all the others really hinge on our democracy. This is, you know, something that, you know, you should be held accountable for, but, yeah. but the other ones are huge. And those are the ones I think we'll remember. And as we, we said uh, earlier, in the, maybe this, what happened on Tuesday will be a trivia question at some point. So we'll- yeah, that, that we we'll lived in out. real time. So, hey, uh, well, this is- uh, <laughs> This has been quite a podcast, Scotty, a, a, a circus of the, of the, of the voice. <laughs> yes. Uh, on that note, I, uh, I'm going to continue being Tom Saunders. And I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman, and we are getting through this.